Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. the time the sun arises in the morning until it goes down in the evening, the name of the Lord is great and worthy to be praised. There is never a moment in time when someone somewhere is not blessing the name of the Lord. He said, if all of these that have breath in their bodies would hold their peace and cease to praise me, I would cause the inanimate rocks to get up and start glorifying me because because from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, I am God and I deserve and shall be praised. We thank God this morning because he has given us the ability to bless his wonderful name. And so we do this morning. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually forever without ceasing shall be in my mouth. My lungs shall expand with the praises of my God. I live and I breathe God. Nothing in my life can cause me to stop my praise that is owed unto God. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. One thing I know is that God is great and he is worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. This morning, I have an anyhow praise unto the Lord. It's a hallelujah and a thank you, Jesus, and a glory to his name. I owe God ridiculous, radical praise because he has been radically and ridiculously good to me. Won't you bless the name of the Lord with me? And may we exalt his glorious name together. We are going to offer God an anyhow praise this morning. In Job chapter one, we have a great account of someone going through the pressures of life, more pressures than most of us will ever see and ever deal with. But Job is going through the pressures of life. The Bible tells us that Job was a man that walked up right before God. He loved God. He hated evil. He was a wealthy and a rich man during his day. He was perfect and upright. He feared God. God, he hated evil. And 
And the Bible says he had 10 children, seven sons and three daughters. He had a wealth and substance in abundance and he was a very wealthy man. And there came a day when all that he had was taken away. And the way that it happened was because Satan came before God and God recommended Job to the devil. And God says, have you considered my servant Job and the devil said, I considered him, but I couldn't get through because you got a protective hedge around him and I can't get through it. So God says, I will remove the protective hedge and you can do what you will. Just don't take his life. Cause one thing I know, this is God testifying about Job is that he will not curse me. He will continue to serve me because even though he's one of the wealthiest men in his day, he does not serve me because of his wealth and riches. He serves me because he loves me and he has relationship with me. So God removed the hedge and Satan attacked Job. And the Bible says that in one day, in one day, all that Job had was taken away and the servants rushed. Isn't it amazing how people rush to you when they have bad news? I mean, everybody's got bad news and the one coming after them, the news is worse than the one before them. Everybody has got bad news. The Bible says that the messenger came to Job in chapter one. He says the oxen were plowing and the asses were feeding beside them and the Sabians fell upon them and took them away and they slew your servants with the edge of the sword. And I'm the only one that got away to tell you. Isn't that amazing? Somebody always survives to tell you the bad news. I mean, goodness, if you were going to take everything, just take everything. Don't nobody bring me no bad news. Like the song said from the whiz, don't nobody bring me no bad news. But before he could get finished telling Job how horrible the situation and circumstance was, another one came while he was yet speaking and said, the fire of God is fallen from heaven and it burned up all your sheep and your servants and consumed them. And guess what? I got away so I could tell you all the bad news. While he was speaking, another one came and said, the Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon your camels and carried them away and slew all your servants. And I am the only one that got away so I could bring you this bad news. And while he was speaking, there came another one and said, now listen, I lost my cattle. I lost all my cattle and all of my sheep. I lost all of that. That's one thing. But this one's coming. He said, your sons and your daughters, they were eating together and drinking wine in your eldest brother in their eldest brother's house. And there came a great wind from the wilderness. It came from nowhere and it smote the four corners of the house and fell upon the young men and they are all dead and I'm the only one that survived so I could bring you this bad news. Isn't it amazing? Someone's always surviving to bring you the bad news. But the Bible said in 20 verse uh, 20 of chapter one, Job got up, he rent his mantle, he tore his clothes, he shaved his head and he fell on the ground and he didn't start cursing the name of God. The Bible said he worshiped God. He said, naked, I came out of my mother's womb. I didn't have anything when I was born. And it's sure that I won't have anything when I leave here. The Lord has given these things to me. The Lord has allowed them to be taken away. And guess what? I'm still going to bless the name of my God. That is the God that we serve. He is worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. So the devil didn't think that was good enough. So he had to go back 
to God and say, listen, that wasn't, that wasn't much of a test. I took his cattle. I took all that he owns. I killed his kids. That wasn't much of a test. He still has his health and he has his strength. Let me touch his body and I'll watch. You'll get to see him curse you to his face. And you know the story. God said, go ahead. Just don't kill him. You can do what you want, but his life must be preserved because he is going to be the testimony of the greatness of God. And so Satan began to attack his body and he said, skin for skin, all that a man has, he'll give up for his life. So he touched his body and his bones and his flesh. And, and you know the story. And then Job began to suffer these horrible afflictions, even to the point where his own wife said, listen, I've lost everything with you. They were my kids too. It was my cattle too. I lost it all with you, but now I'm watching you in this destitute state. Do you still retain your integrity? Do you still believe that you need to hold fast to God? Just curse him and die. Get it over with. This is a long drawn out suffering. Just curse him and die. But Job wasn't having any of it. He said, you speak as a foolish woman. Shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall we not? In other words, all you want is the good that God has. But when trouble comes your way, you begin to get angry at God and curse him. And he said, I will not curse God from my lips. God is still God. And I still bless the name of my God. We need an anyhow praise that says in the good times, he's a wonderful God. In the bad times, he's still a wonderful God. On the mountain, he's worthy to be praised. In the valley, he is still worthy to be praised. When everything is going well, we can all bless God on the day we get promoted. But how many of us are blessing his name when we get the pink slip, we get laid off, when we get fired? He is still God and he is still worthy to be praised. We all bless Bless God when we see, receive the increase, but how many of us are blessing the name of God when trouble comes our way? Do you really have an anyhow praise that will bless the name of God that has been tested and tried and proven and you know that God is worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised? Will you bless the Lord? Is he still your strength and your defense? Has he become your salvation? Is he your God and will you praise him no matter what? Will you proclaim Claim the name of God and how great your God is. No matter what, will you give him praise and proclaim his name among the people, even when all hell has broken loose in your life? Is he God of the good day and the bad day, or is he only God on Sunday morning? I mean, he's got to be your God in the valley. He's got to be your God on the dark day. He's got to be your God when trouble comes. He's got to be your God in every situation. And in every condition, you've got to bless the name of God. We praise God who has given to his people all things and have been our God and our Lord and our Savior. With a loud voice, we sing unto him, hallelujah to the king, worthy is our God. We don't want to be like the nine lepers who got their healing and went on their way and didn't come back to say thank you. But we want to be like the one that when we can cry out to God when we are sick and 
and afflicted. We can cry out to God when we are in need and troubled. We can lay on the floor and come to all night prayer when things are not going well. But when the Lord has given us the very desires of our heart, the first thing we want to do then is turn around and bless the name of the God that has been a blessing to us. We want to bless him in the good day and bless him in the bad day. Bless him on the mountaintop and bless him in the valley low. I've got an anyhow praise unto the Lord and I need to give it to him that he is worthy no matter what. He's worthy no matter what my condition, no matter what my situation, no matter what my state. The name of the Lord is great and he is worthy to be praised. Do you have a praise unto God? Do you have a blessing for God no matter what's going on? When your car breaks down and you don't have enough money, will you bless the Lord? When your children have gone astray and left the way that you have taught them, will you bless the name of the Lord? When everything in your life is seeming to go astray from the way that you have planned it and had hoped for it to go, will you bless the name of the Lord? When they talk about you and criticize you, when they mock you and when they belittle you and berate you and you have done nothing to deserve it, will you say that God is great and greatly to be praised. I mean, is he only a Sunday morning savior or is he the savior of your life? I will praise you, O Lord, with all of my heart. I will tell of your wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O thou most high. I will sing to the Lord for he has been good to me. I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart instructs me. I thank you, O God. I call to the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from all of my enemies. Therefore, dear God, I will praise you even as the heavens are declaring the glory of God and as the skies are proclaiming the works of your hand, I will declare your name in the congregation of the righteous. May all men know that you are Lord and you are God. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord most high. Praise be to the Lord for he has heard my cry. I give thanks unto him who has been merciful unto me. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. You remember in Job chapter 38, Job finally had his breaking point and he began to accuse God and say God had not been fair to him. And God wrapped himself in a whirlwind and came to Job to speak to him in chapter 38 of Job. And he said, listen, gird up your loin, put your clothes on and stand up and give me an answer. If you can answer me because you have been accusing me and you have been standing. And this is what we do. Sometimes we begin accusing God when things don't go right. And it's because people look to us. We have those miserable comforters like Job had, and they begin to say, surely you have sinned. Surely you have done something to deserve this. And you know, you haven't. So therefore you begin to accuse God and you begin to think that God has been unjust and God has been unfair. But the truth is you just were not privy to the conversation that God had about you. This is not about God judging you. This is not about God being mean and cruel to you. This is not about God not caring about you. This is about God saying, have you considered my servant? He thinks that you are wonderful enough to, to be 
tested and tried and he believes you will stand the test of time. The Lord knows the way that I take. He knows the way that you take. And when he has tried you, you will come forth as pure gold. The Lord will not allow any more to be put upon you than what you are able to bear. God is faithful and the one who has called you will also carry you through it. We know that God has favored us because he does not allow our enemies to triumph over us. There is no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. And we know that God will not allow you to be tested beyond what you can endure and come out with the victory. God is faithful and he is worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. His name is worthy. May we not have to have a Job chapter 38 encounter with God where he demands that we stand up in his presence and give an answer to him. He said, you have darkened counsel without knowledge. You have spoken of things you don't even have knowledge of. He said, gird up your loins like a man and give me an answer. Where were you when I was laying the foundations of the earth? Where were you when I laid the measures thereof? Tell me if you know, were you around when I stretched the ends of the earth and the lines upon it? Were you there when I fastened the foundations to it? Were you there when I laid the cornerstone on it? Were you there when the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy? Were you there when I caused the sea to stop at the end and come no further? There is no wall. There is no door blocking the end of the sea, but it stops at the sea sure and comes no further because God has commanded that you can come this far, but you cannot come any further. He said, I have made the cloud, the garment thereof and thick darkness, a swaddling band for it. He said, were you there when I did these things? Where were you? Have you gone into the deep parts of the earth? Has the gates of hell and death been opened unto you? Have you seen the doors of the shadow of death? Have you perceived the very dark things, the deep mysteries of this earth. You don't know anything about what you are speaking about. You're speaking to the one that laid the foundations of the earth. You're speaking to the one that created the world and everything therein. You're speaking to the one that flung the heavens and the stars in their place. You're speaking to the one that has power over everything. I am the Lord God and that is my name. He said, you are speaking to me. Get up on your feet and gird up your loins. Give me an answer if you know you have spoken without knowledge. You have charged me foolishly. I am God and you cannot contend with the Almighty. And he goes on and on and he tells him, you can't number the clouds in wisdom. You can't stay the bottles of heaven. You can't teach the lioness to stalk its prey or satisfy the appetite of her cub. You don't know anything about this. I have taken care of the lions. I have taken care of the of the universe. I have done all of these things. I am God. That is my name. You can't do anything about this. You have spoken without knowledge. You have opened your mouth without knowing anything. You don't know when the mountain goat gives birth. Have you ever watched a doe bear her fawn? You don't know anything about how many months she is 
pregnant. You don't know the seasons of her delivery. Listen, I know all of these things for I am the great creator God. He went on and on. I mean, he gave Job a lesson to be learned and he kept on going in 38 and 39. He kept on going in chapter 40. He kept on talking to Job to tell him that you don't know anything about what you are talking about. In chapter 40, he kept on going. He gave Job a litany of things. And then Job in chapter 42, he got to speak back to God finally. And after all of that, he says, listen, I know that you can do anything and that no thought can be withholding from you. When you have an encounter with God, you only have one thing that you must respond, and that is to praise and worship him and give him the honor that is due him. You must be convinced when you hear the voice of God come back to you to say that you can do anything and everything and nothing and no one can upset your plans. So you ask God for forgiveness for ever having spoken without knowledge for ever having said things that were too wonderful for you to understand. He said, I have spoken of things that I did not know. And I have uttered that, that I understood not things that were too wonderful, which I had no way to know. Forgive me, O God, forgive me, O God. And that's what we say today. Forgive us, O God, and try us again. We will, instead of complaining, instead of charging you, we will bless the name of God because we have an anyhow praise. We have turned our complaints into praise. We have turned our judgment into blessings because now we know that God is worthy to be praised. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, God is worthy. He is faithful. Every time he said he would, he did and he will. And we need to give God an anyhow praise, a praise that says no matter what I am going through, no matter what it feels like, the name of the Lord is great. He is worthy to be praised and I will bless his name because God is worthy to be praised. Do you have an anyhow praise? I got an anyhow praise on the inside and it's hallelujah thank you Jesus glory to your name Got any anyhow praise down on the inside. Mm-mm. And it's hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Help me say I got a Things got 
to move when you say hallelujah and don't mess around and say this if you say this right here I have an anyhow praise. Thank you, Jesus. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise his name. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God upon the harp. Praise the Lord. Praise him in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Oh Lord, my lips shall utter praise all day long. I will sing the glory of your name. I will make your praise glorious. God, you are worthy to be praised in you, dear God. I put my trust. I shall not be afraid of what mortal man can do unto me. I will bless the Lord at all times because I have an anyhow praise. His praise will forever and continually without ceasing. It shall be in my mouth. My lungs expand with his praise. There's not a day that goes by that I don't bless his name. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Won't you magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and blessed is the man that puts their trust in God. God is great and God is greatly to be praised. Dear God, we thank you for there is no God like Jehovah, no King like our Lord, no God like our Savior, none like you, none that can compare to you, none that are as mighty as you, none, Father, that can stand beside you. You are God and you stand above all the rest. You are the Lord and there is none that can contend with you. I thank you that you are my God, you are my Lord, you are my King, you are my Savior, and there is none nothing too hard for you to do. Father, would you now forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. May you put a praise in our mouth and a song upon our lips that all day long we can say we have been with you and we have blessed your name. When we enter into the house of worship, may we come with praise. May we come with thanksgiving. May we come seeking your face. May we come bowing at your altar. May we come blessing your name. We owe you, Father, a radical, ridiculous, anyhow praise because you have been radically and ridiculously good to us. What a blessing it is indeed to be named among the people of God. I have an anyhow praise to a God that has been nothing but great and good and wonderful to me. We would like to encourage you to join us on Periscope. If you have not downloaded the app, go to your app store on the Android or iPhone, download the app, Periscope, and you can catch us streaming live video 
in the morning. We pray every morning around 645, Monday through Friday, and various other times we will stream live the radio broadcast. So download the Periscope app. Go to our website, www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. There on the front page, there's the information of how to follow us on Periscope, and you can catch us streaming live. We want to see you there. God bless you, and I hope that all of us have an anyhow praise to a God that has been everything to us. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.